from the Journal of Calico Black, mercenary swordsman and bodyguard of Bartimaeus Nemo. Never told a lie this long before. Don't think I like it. Ford's a good partner. We always done good work together. I could barely believe it when the egghead came to me and sang me the whole spiel, down to the nitty-gitty details. The way he holds his head when he talks, the way he faces down a raging bull without even flinching, just grins and cocks his fist back. Couldn't possibly be the same guy. But the egghead makes a good argument, and so I called him in. Never thought I was good at lying, but I guess you pick it up. One of my many skills. Ford took it like any other job, needling at the egghead and turning up shit like the knucklehead he is. Even now, looking at him across the boat, I can barely believe it. I'm sorry, Ford. I don't know if I'll be more sorry if the egghead is right, or if he's wrong. This isn't something you just wish on somebody. But if it's true, if you are what he says you are, Forgive me, but I need to see it with my own eyes. Welcome to Roll Dice and Cry. This is a tabletop podcast. We don't have a tagline yet, except for the we're going to roll dice and you're going to cry. Whether you will cry from tears of joy or tears of sorrow is to be seen. My name is Zachary Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at OfficeGettingGod. I am your GM and host for today. Joining me today is Emily Riesbeck. Hi, everybody. I'm Emily Riesbeck. You can find me on Twitter at the Blue Valkyrie. Uh, you can also find webcomics I write at bluevalkyriecomic.tumblr.com, and I also have some comics on Tapastic, which are linked on Twitter. Sloan? I'm Sloan. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at FC, and I hope that you'll cry at my rolling incompetence. Nice. <laughs> Chander? Hey, y'all. I'm Chander. Um, you can find me on Tumblr or Twitter at ChanderClear. Maricosta? Hi, I'm Mari. You can find me at Marinskos on Twitter. I have a new microphone. And also, I guess, a webcomic at perryfield.com. And Nora. Hello, I'm Nora. You can find me on Twitter at Snora. Hell yeah. Today we are returning once more to our uh, burgeoning campaign in Dungeon World, which is the game written by Adam Coble and Sage Latour, based uh, as a hack on the game Apocalypse World by Devens Baker. It is one of many hacks. This is there are many like it. This one is ours. Uh, today in Apocalypse World, no Dungeon World. Uh, <laughs> what I forgot to do last time was to read out the principles and agenda of us as players here in uh, in this game. So let me let me find those real quick. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's at the top. It doesn't say okay. So our agenda today is to portray a fantastic world, to fill the characters' lives with adventure, and to play to find out what happens. Also, as a GM for this game, 
I have a number of principles. Uh, those principles being to draw maps, but leave blanks. To address the characters, not the players. To embrace the fantastic. To make a move that follows. To never speak the name of my moves. To give every monster life. To name every person. To ask questions and build upon the answers. To be a fan of the characters. To think dangerously. To begin and end with the fiction. And to think off screen as well. So, uh, no matter of thinking off screen, no. Uh, no matter of beginning with the fiction, there we are. I've been thinking a lot off screen. But with <laughs> you're going to think about the fiction that's on screen, which is the fact that you have arrived on this island, this strange island that should not be here. You have traveled through this island to find a number of very strange and unusual sites, including statues littering the forest uh, as if they had been hiding in it and merely turned to stone. Uh, strange eyes in the trees. Some sort of spectral figure that is either following you or guiding you through this forest. And now a large stone uh, keep that you have found your way into. The, the ceiling has gone from being solid stone to great. Uh, and around you there are these large pieces of metal. Like, like uh, ingots uh, stacked up in, in piles as far as you can see. There's like a few different kinds, but there is one that is like the most. It's not steel. It's not iron. It's not copper or bronze or brass. It's not gold. Is it titanium? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we would know what that is. It's called Zara middle now. Ah, Zara <laughs> Fontanium. Fontanium. That's really good. Okay. Okay. Keeping that in the pocket for now. That's a really good name. Well, I do make a mental note to call it Fontanium when I come back with this discovery. As the, disco- <laughs> as the discoverer. You gotta beat uh, Nemo to it. Mm, well, I think I already have. Because uh, yeah. it's right here. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I sort of am muttering, and uh, I, 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 I think maybe... Uh, Adeline, I think you maybe hear like, me go, Fontanium! <laughs> nice. nice. So yeah, so th- and this is just... Pile, like not piles like like haphazard but like stacks of this is there uh, a way up uh you can yeah you can try to look around and see one okay you want to try to discern realities i can you go i've done a couple yeah and i'm all i'm here thinking about fontanium <laughs> the, the new hit metal that everybody wants <laughs> hey it's an eight all right sick so with an eight uh I get to ask one. Uh-huh. Well, what here is not what it appears to be, Ooh. I guess. Okay. And that's basically like you're trying to find a way out, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. a hidden door? Or... Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a hidden door. There's a latch uh, on the ceiling above you. Hmm. Um, you couldn't reach it, but Ford could. Yeah. I point it out to Ford, like, pull. <laughs> I go and pull it. Right, yeah. Um, it doesn't come down because it's a. It would, but you you feel the latch. The, the there's like a panel mm. of of the grate above you get a little wobbly, and if you if you like push at it a little bit, it'll like shift over to the side, mm. allowing you to climb out mm. if you so choose. 
Oh, I think we choose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, we choose. choose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you Ooh. you Ooh. come out in this gigantic hall. You are on top of. You are coming up um, from under the ground, under the floorboards, basically. Um, of this huge hall with this massive vaulted ceiling filled with pillars, keeping it up. Uh, very similar to like um, you know the Dwarf Duff that Bujukazadun, the sort of Mines of Moria style uh, hall from like Lord of the Rings and stuff. And this building, you can see up into the air. There are a few points where the ceiling has cracked and the noonday sun is filtering down. Hmm. But it is still so big as to be almost like oppressively dark, dim at least. It's it's like. Yeah, the sun is in the air, but it's so f- the hole is so far away that it's still getting dark. We still have torches, right? At least yeah, before yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just mean like in terms of like um Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lighting. There's you said there were windows? No. Uh there's no, no windows. Oh. There's holes in the ceiling. I see. From where like the, the ceiling the, the ceiling other buildings collapsed. had like boarded up windows, so I thought yes. this one also has it. Okay. Uh this one does not. Sick. Are there statues? Uh, there are some. So okay, so there, from what you can see, the, you're off to one side of this large, uh, expansive hall. Mm. What you are actually next to is the forge that you were in in that in that building, has been replicated here, but it's like fifty times bigger. Oh, hmm. there is an anvil that is maybe twenty feet tall. there is and there's like yeah there's like a big huge furnace that you can see some stuff in like burned down embers but like it's still you think you can still see like flickering in the embers Whoa! to the grate i'm gonna i'm gonna gulp like nervously and i'm gonna sort of say uh clutch on to hmm, uh it's been a minute I'm gonna say. Who, okay. Who, who do you think could have uh, you, you, you used that, that that big forge? I point to it. Um, someone pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Tukyu very much. <laughs> She's so good. She's a very simple cat. There are like <laughs> tools that built to scale of this with this forge. Yeah. They're like kind of sitting down on the ground next to it. So the forge is flickering. Yes. Oh god! Oh god! There's others, and you can see there's other like stuff in this hall, but like it's further away that you, you can't actually see it. Well, fortunately, it's not too late to go back down the tunnel and uh, back out the forge and and do an expedition outside, uh, like a normal one. Radiant runs to the other side to see what's up. Oh, my god. I want to <laughs> yell hello. <gasps> Don't do that. No. Ford's very confident in his ability to, to be able to punch whatever this is. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so let's 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 do some different things first. Ford, you yell hello, and it yeah. echoes so much. It echoes like like crazy, but no nobody answered. Radiant, you run across the whole thing. Uh, I just want uh, I just want to see what's opposite of the thing. Can I stop Radiant from <laughs> running before I check for traps? Just like grab him and be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I can let you know that there's not going to be any traps in this building. 
Okay. Um, so if you just, like, narratively, like, Tuca just misses him and tries to stop him. Okay. Uh, but it's okay. it'll be okay. I promise he, you that. He thinks this is wicked cool, and he wants to see what's on the other side. It is pretty wicked cool. So you run, and you get to the other side. Uh, and it, you have to run for a while to get to the other side, also. Mm-hmm. It's a very big, very broad do they Do they lose sight of me? Like, yes. is it dark enough for that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, I, I, I start going after him. Yeah, I learned yeah. to go too. Radiant runs before anybody notices, so we're gonna we're gonna have him do his thing first. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you run across to the other side, and you see this huge map. Ooh. Like not kind of put up like a fresco on the wall. Mm. Uh, is a fresco the one that's got like thousands of little pieces of glass? No, that's a uh, mosaic. Mo- mosaic. Stained glass. Stained glass is the one, or no, no. Stained glass is if, if it's a window. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, mosaic is correct. Yes, thank you. Yes. So yeah, it's this massive mosaic um, that is the archipelago, but it's mm-hmm. not just the archipelago. You know, a lot of the archipelago on the map is recognizable, but also like looks bigger. Hmm. And there's like other stuff near it. There's other islands around it that you don't know about. Don't let them know. There's also a bunch of symbols all over this map. And like routes that go that spiderweb across. And like there's like bridges that are that are on this map that you know don't exist. You're overestimating Radiant's level of geography that he has. <laughs> I mean you you wouldn't know it exists either way, but this yeah. time this way like oh that you yeah. Yeah. But um, here's one thing, is that that spot where Galeria and Valentina and uh, Castellon all intersect and become low tide is not on the map. Huh. Oh no, I was going to have him point and be like, that's my house. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And he can't. He, he goes to do it and just like, oh. Oh, no, there's nothing right. there. Um, but Radiant, you do hear something, it sounds like footsteps. To your left. That's the bad direction, right? That's deeper in. Um, I pull out my spear. Mm-hmm. And I get ready to fight something? Like, that sounds bad. You look and you think you see, like, an armored form walking away from you. And, like, almost immediately vanishes into the darkness. Okay, I want to chase that, then. Because that's the motherfucker that my friends don't believe exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we're your friends? We're your yeah. friends? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, you're hanging out. Radiant's the kind of guy who hangs out with you one night and watches, like, TV. And is like, oh, you're my best friend. Yeah. I love him. Radiant's best friend, Zara. <laughs> um, so you, yeah, you run and... Like, here's the thing is, like, you can kind of, like, dim light. Like, you get a little bit of awareness of the stuff around you. Like, you're passing pillars and stuff. But things are, like, looming up out of the darkness. And finally, some a big pillar looms out of the darkness. Mm. Uh, and this one is different than the others because it's not a square or a circle. It is carved in the shape of a person. Hmm. Okay. Would you like to describe that person? I Do I know what? They look like. Yeah. Oh, I think you do. Yeah, that sounds that sounds correct. 
it's yeah it's a first of it's a big man in a suit of armor right correct uh-huh. yes yeah. uh-huh um this man looks like a combination looks like if jason Momo, if someone made a like a disney-ish version of jason momoa is the closest okay. so wait you mean like maui <laughs> No, because Maui has like. Wait, a Maui is build. the rock. What am I out of my mind? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, Maui has a different build. Um, he's not as huge as Maui, but he's pretty big, um, bulky. He's got like a full beard and like longish hair, like very curly longish hair. He has like a big pauldron on his right one of the shoulders, uh, that looks, that's got a bunch of spikes on it, uh, very, like, sea urchin-y, um, he's in, decked in full armor, and on his chest is the symbol of, of Cella. Yeah. Uh, and so this is a statue of Palabon. No, not Palabon, that's your <laughs> other character. It's the statue of Ipathy <laughs> Zelazeri. Uh, yeah. Paladin of Cella and the last person to hold that mantle before you did. Freddy is losing his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's another thing that's gonna make you probably lose his mind more is that there's a there's a pode- like a pedestal at the foot of this statue, um, and there's a shield on it. I just want just want everyone to know that my parents started watching a movie in the next room and like some very dramatic movie mu- music just like started playing when you said that <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, great thank you Radiant approaches like cautiously like what he's super excited about it but also it's like what what <laughs> it's um it is a little buckler. It would be a buckler on Ipathesis, but on you it's a normal size, like, shield. Mm. And it is polished to a mirror sheen and coated in a strange blue metal. Uh, it's got Chella's symbol on it, and it feels like you should pick it up. I do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, it feels good in your hand. It feels better than your old dirty shield. Piece of wood shield. Yeah. Garbage shield. Garbage oh. shield. Stinky <laughs> shit. Bad shield. Um, Never did anything yeah. right. Yeah, it's a terrible shield. Nothing like this new shield that I love immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's, got spe- it's got some special abilities, but we, we can get into those in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Radiant is gonna run back as fast as he can to tell his friends, but he I don't think he knows the way. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> We're like we're 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 walking after him, right? Yeah, like, you're we're looking. Gonna come you're, in on this soon. You're looking for him now. Like you run into him. I think he like runs around. Is like where? Whoa, oh. <laughs> and then like Ford's like radiant. Can and, he like, like, like actually run into us? Like run collide physically. into somebody? <laughs> That'd be really good. Like he yeah. turns a corner and like <laughs> slams straight into Ford's like leg. I catch him <laughs> if he stumbles. I catch him immediately. Oh no! Hell yeah! Look! 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 Look what I! Look what I got! Look! 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 look at it! Look, Are look, you okay? Look oh shit! Oh shit! It's I'm great. I'm super good. That's like your symbol. Yeah. Look, it's so big and it's great. It's a Wait, shield. Did, did where did you, you get that? Lying around here? It was like on a pedestal. 
and then Ipathy's was next to it, and it was, whoa, it was like, whoa. Why don't you uh, show us where this was? Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. And he starts I, running again. I, I sort of, I sort of like Wait. point and, and try to get everyone's attention at the big map of the archipelago, but <laughs> they drag me along, they drag me along. Slow down. Um, and like each of you as you're walking around, uh, following Radiant, have like this kind of like idle urge to like peel off a little bit. Interesting. Uh, I'll take that bite. I'll bite. Yeah. Um, I look over in the distance and I sort of something something catches my eye like a little gleam. Mm-hmm. I think to tell my team uh, my new friends, but uh, I think that they'll probably be okay. And I walk towards it. All right. Uh, so this is this is the part where we're like, hey, here's the here's the actual thing. Oh, one of the actual things. You find yourself a statue. Would you like to tell us about the person the statue depicts? Yes. Um, so this is an elf. Uh, she is very tall, very slender. And if I had to give my own um, like touchstone for this, it's going to definitely be Shiny Chariot from the show Little Witch Academia, but as an elf. Uh, so sort of like shortly cropped hair and a very like, very like, traditional like witch's hat and um, a very like flashy and almost to the point of like gaudy outfit uh, and she's striking a pose that is absolutely like a sh- like a showman's pose like look at me uh, look at what I'm doing and be amazed mm-hmm. um, what was the name of what is uh, Adeline's last name again Fleetwood right okay I need to remember um, so this is, uh, should I say the name? Yeah. Arto Clearwater. And, uh, she is another one of the Titans, just like Epithes was. Yeah. Uh, and she's cool. And so, that must be, so if she's got, like, got her hand in the air as part of her pose, because she's also a pillar. All these statues are carved out of yes. pillars. She's holding that, the ceiling up. Yeah, exactly. I was actually thinking, like, she's got a big staff in her hand, and maybe, like, that's also holding, that's the thing that's holding the ceiling up. Mm-hmm. I can um, dig it. But it could also be sort of like, ex- like sort of carved into the pillar, but not completely the pillar, you know, because the staff would be pretty thin. So if it's mm-hmm. a load-bearing pillar, it might not be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, on this pedestal, you find a book. This, this book is heavily encrypted with a variety of ingenious ciphers and dastardly codes. However, somehow, you can read passage of it just fine. Um, and this this one's um, this one's less less uh, complicated. You just get a plus one to spout lore about uh, magical effects and arcane phenomena. Ah, cool. I, yeah. I don't have room for this. <laughs> I, I'm, at, I'm at eight out of eight. Uh, um, sounds like you got to Sounds like you got to drop some stuff. I think maybe I, it just it just it clips to your belt. Yeah, I could also just drop the bag of books. Yeah. Bag of books Ooh. are still useful though. Yeah, okay. I could just be like, well, don't need these anymore. <laughs> I've got one book. Let me just close this window of my life. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I, I take the book. Hey, where's, where's Zara? Where'd Zara go? <laughs> Don't think about it too much. <laughs> so you're all standing at at Ipathy's, except for Zara, who's over at Arto. Um, That's A-R-T-O. A-R-T-O. Clear water. Um, who, who's the next person to get, like, drawn away? I'll wander off, like, once I'm sure that Radiant's, like, okay. Yeah. 
Radiant seems pretty stoked. I, I want to say <laughs> that um, that Adeline goes last because she's writing a ballad about Radiant, and, and he's excitedly talking about this thing that happened to him, and she's like, mm-hmm, and just but like keeps like 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 looking off to the side and then like looking back at him, like <laughs> trying to keep her <laughs> attention on him. Mm-hmm. Once Radiant shows us the statue, I'm going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to tell us about who you find? Sure. It's I think Ford wanders off away, and there's a statue of um, a woman. She's wearing what looks like robes, like very, very, very simple ones. Um, she has long hair and a very kind face. Um. Anything, anything else? Is she like just kind of like very unadorned? She's not particularly like, um. No, she's, she's, she's just very, very simple setup. Human. Um, human, yeah. Um, and she looks serene. Like, she looks very, very calm. And what's her name? Her name is Mirage Adventine. Nice. That's a good name. So there is a thing on the pedestal here. It is a lightweight, intricately articulated silver gauntlet. I pick it up, yeah. It's weird. It didn't look like it was going to fit your hand. Once you pick it up and, like, put your hand in it, it's fine. Nice. It I is try to test it. way more solid than you expected. So this is a, it's a lightweight, intricately articulated silver gauntlet. It's surprisingly solid, imparting a grounded and assured sensation when rolling. Um, you take plus one when you defy danger with wisdom and constitution, motivated by the strength of your convictions. It's called the steady hand. Um, for the record, uh, the 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 czar is yours. The, the spellbite's grimoire. Nice. And uh, radiance is the bolt, I guess. Um, it gives you uh, a plus one when you defy danger with wisdom and constitution, motivated by the strength of your convictions. And the bolt? Bolt, I guess, is complicated. Oh, boy. When you take damage that is negated by your armor, mm. you instead choose to take the full damage in exchange for dealing 1d6 lightning damage to your attacker. Ooh. Oh, it's I love the. It. Oh, God, Ooh. what's that? Uh, there's a move like that for the Tempest uh, cleric in. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm much more used to running D&D games. I'm telling the audience. <laughs> uh, I've, there's, so everyone everyone got a, is going to get a magic item in a second. Yeah. Um, so who's, who's, who's next? Uh, I guess it would be Tuku, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Tuku's like, well, if there's valuable shit here, i got to find him before anyone else. I'm going to find <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why you cool shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she wanders up, and you find the Bolt Ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let, let me see that. Just pulls it out of his hands. <laughs> and the pillar statue that she ends up at is a of this very stern, noble-looking Koshaki. Oh. Who looks a little bit more like a fox than a cat. Just like a little foxy yeah. appearance. Mm-hmm. Wearing armor. What kind of armor is it? Uh, I think it'd be a little bit like a samurai armor. Uh-huh. A little bit. 
nice. with like that kind of influence. Like sort of like like um like like lacquered like plates sort of like yeah aligned in strips. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like standing very tall, like mm-hmm. regal almost. Yeah, and uh, I think there's like uh, the crest of the former uh, Shaki Emperor family. Mm-hmm. Ooh, somewhere there. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is her name? Uh, Dominica Valerie. Uh, she is also a type. All these folks are types, Yes. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Which you've heard of. Yeah. You've, we've heard of them. We've talked about them so far. It's weird. Mm-hmm. One of them is. It's just like a statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. This is Jeffrey. He's the janitor. <laughs> And so what you find on this pedestal is mm-hmm. two things. Oh. Uh, two, two brass bands, one of which is about the size to go around your arm, and one of which is about the size to go around your finger. Oh. Ring it an arm band. Uh, they are both polished and very much shine, and they are emblazoned with a, the crest of a bygone era, which I guess oh. is, the, is the crest of that old empire. So, while wearing the armband, you may give the ring to another character and take plus one to defend them and their possessions. Oi! Conversely, the bearer of the ring takes plus one to aid or interfere with your actions. Oh, that's nice. This, this oh, is this. called the, le- the Leisure's Bond. Oh my god. That's so cool. You get I to have that. a minion, that's so hot. Give it to, give it to <laughs> what's his name and make him do stuff for us. Yeah. Well, the... The thing is, you have to be the minion. You're giving yeah. it to your leash. Yeah, I'm the minion. Oh, that's super <laughs> cute. Then. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so that's what you get. Uh, and then for Adeline, you realize that everyone else has like walked away, and she's just like, I guess I'm gonna walk away too. How's that going? <laughs> she, she like puts a hand on um, uh, on Radiant's shoulder, and is like, I just need to. I just need to check something, and and just wanders off into in whatever direction she's being drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and the statue she finds is of a, um, a thin human man with shoulder-length blonde hair and a, um, a pretty short tunic and thigh-high boots sort of situation. It's a lot? When you say short tunic, do you mean a crop top? <laughs> Not that short. He's got tights underneath. It's fine. Crop top and thigh high boots is a look. Such a look. Um, he is uh, looks very confident, charismatic, um, uh, and his name is Ambrose. Uh, Amb- Ambrose what? Ambrose. Uh, how about- uh, he hasn't got a last name. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh no! Is Ambrose like Cher? Yeah, exactly. Is it wait? Is it Ambrose or Ambrosius? I thought I remembered it being. I wrote Ambrose. Ah, Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of modern, but I I dig it. He was he was the other, he was ahead of his time. No, Ambrose Ambrosius is this, uh, the name he was born with, and nobody's allowed to call him that. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, There's right, a bunch cool. of piercings. It's very cool. Oh, fantastic. That means that this works out perfectly. 
because the thing you have is a uh, choker. Okay. <laughs> oh. He is wearing Whoa. one. He is wearing one in the thing in the statue. Oh, yeah. so. Okay, so that's that's how you know it's a choker, not an armband. It's a it's a it's a coiling stick that goes around your your throat. Oh, that's so good. God, that's so cool. <laughs> we found the fucky type. Yeah. It is made of it is made of silver, of polished silver. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna. I was just gonna say. I was trying to think of a way to describe him without saying he's the fucky titan. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the he's the horny. Yes. What you're telling us. He's the primo um, fuck. He's the primo fuck boy. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is the silver tongue choker, uh, and it gives you plus one when you parlay using grace or flattery. Ooh. And it automatically sizes to be perfectly comfortable around your throat. That's. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it does that, it like the snake like kind of like flexes. I want to say that Adeline puts it on straight away, like without really thinking about it, like sort of compelled the way she was compelled to walk over, and then is like a little surprised when it like fits automatically to the size of her neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than a little surprised. <laughs> Hell yeah. And so you've all got these cool things from these cool statues. Mm-hmm. Time to leave. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get the fuck out of here. Um, so what are you? What are you? What's the mood? Uh, I'm pretty confused, but I'm happy to have a book. So I'm gonna sort of stumble back to the. Um, I mean, like I I know that I felt like drawn to the statue, but it's not like keeping me here, is it? No, no. Okay. No. okay. Um, I'm gonna sort of stumble back with my book to that big map. As like, because I feel like we should be looking at that bad boy. Yes. The mood for Radiant is Christmas morning, and <laughs> as soon as he realizes that everyone else is getting a cool thing, he's like running around to look at them, just look at the cool shit. Ah. Yeah. Oh, you got a glove. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. I got a shield. <laughs> a book that's less cool, but. This is cool. I got a shield. <laughs> so cool. I got a shield. I mean, you're you're a nerd. I guess it's okay. <laughs> He's not allowed <laughs> to tell cool lies. It's written in the language that no one ever else knows. That's pretty cool. I gotta say, Ford is like quietly in awe, like mm-hmm. the feeling you get when you like walk into like a really old and beautiful church. That's like Ford's mood right now. I'm. Yeah. I feel like Zara's mood is like the 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 contact high of getting a gift is starting to wear off, and the suspicion of everything <laughs> is starting to like seep in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like a good like thought to have. Mm-hmm. As you all continue to walk through this space, um, you realize that there's other statues here, but none of them are as well like kept as the one that you the ones that you found your items under. Are there any more items or just just these? Nope. Um, the one thing that you do notice that the the other like difference is there is one statue that is shattered. Oh, Ooh. oh god. Um, I, I'm gonna turn to everybody. I'm gonna say that this is weird, right? I shrug. Like, I mean, yeah, it's an old someone, building. Someone, yeah, yes, but these are not old items. Look, and I flip through the pages. The, these pages don't have a bit of wear on them. Someone must have put these here for us to find. But this is, but this is Ipathy's, this is Ipathy's shield, and Ipathy's lived. Ipathy's didn't years. exist. Radiant. Listen, 
He clearly did. <laughs> we'll just write a nice thank you note to whoever put the stuff here. And then we'll go, it's fine. Anyone got any paper? I'm not gonna spend adventuring gear on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna spend my adventuring gear so that you can write a thank you note. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I don't know what, what's going on here, but this is all some sort of elaborate prank or ruse or trap or something. Well, yeah, have we gotten trapped yet? Like, for yes, real? Uh, no, no, like, for real, like, for real trap. Like, it wor- like it's stuck. It, it doesn't matter whether our captor is competent or not. <laughs> Maybe we- Doesn't Maybe. it? I mean, uh, it kind of we- does, though. Maybe we can fight him off with these cool weapons that we have now. Or I mean, maybe these I mean, weapons you have are all book. going to explode or something. Uh, well, let me tell you, there's a big difference between a competent and an incompetent prison guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I've never been to, pri- to a prison. Well, there's a first time for everything. That is true. <laughs> okay. Alright, so what are y'all doing right now? Currently, you are in the main building of this keep in a gigantic hall uh, with with large pillars throughout the hall uh, carved into the likenesses of the titans, ancient heroes of a bygone age. Your expedition force is outside currently because you found a, a back way in uh, and for safety purposes didn't take everybody in this potentially dangerous secret tunnel. Uh, so they are mostly outside. There is, on one side of this large hall, a forge made for somebody significantly larger than you with a furnace that still burns slightly with a lock on it. Uh, On the other side, there is a huge map of the archipelago um, with symbols on it that you only half recognize in the back of your head and routes and markings that don't necessarily line up with any that you know of personally. And then, to the north, there is the rest of the hall, as of yet, unexplored. What are you doing? We got gifts. We got gifts. <laughs> we got gifts. We got gifts. We got gifts. Yeah. Uh, those gifts being uh, artifacts of the Titans, the said heroes of the bygone age, that you... Allegedly. 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 Uh, <laughs> I want to make that point very clear. (laughs) That you found in this hall that seemed to speak to you in a strange sense. Uh, So what are you doing? Mm. I think Ford looks around at everybody else and goes, Well, if we die, I think it's going to be worth it. (laughs) I agree. I just Mm want to once again bring up the fact, and I'm, by the way, I'm I'm like clutching the book. I want to make this very clear. I'm like clutching the book. I'm not. I'm not ready to let go of this book because I think it's pretty interesting. But I am going to say. I just want to make it perfectly clear that this is weird, and we're being followed, and somebody is trying to trick us. So I think we should go uh, and and find the door to this place and let in Nemo and Ernest and Nemo's bodyguard and you know safety in numbers. Yeah, let them get tricked too. Great idea. Well, they've been watching us on this island since we since we got here. We need to reconvene with them and get back to the boat and 
maybe leave. I this, this place is dangerous. I was not being sarcastic. Oh. I have a suggestion, <laughs> though. Maybe let's not dealt in that we found things. They might... Yes. Get some ideas. No, 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 no. That's, that's a terrible idea. We, we have to tell them. Wait, do, you, do you want them to take your... Um, Book. Book. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? Um, so I do. Do I feel like how connected to this book do I feel? Pretty connected, right? Yeah. Do, does it? Is it like? Is it okay? And I'm gonna say this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound worse than it is. But is it, is it sort of like the One Ring kind of thing where like I, <laughs> I don't want to give it up? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not exactly that. Not in like not in like a negative way, but like. I want, I'm wondering, is my connection to this book strong enough that, like, something which, like, 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 oh, you don't want someone to take that away would potentially, like, affect me? I don't know. Is it? What, is, oh. what, uh, how important is this book to you? Uh, I've, okay. I, I'm going to answer your question by role-playing. I look down at the book and I clutch it a little harder, like, like I don't want to give it up. But then I take a deep gulp and I say, I, it's, it. We still need to tell them. It's it's too important. Okay, so we tell them that you got a book, and I got I found absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, me nothing. too. Nothing. Why? No. Why mine. would they? Why would they steal from you? Because they <laughs> hired us to go on an expedition. So I'm pretty sure that there's some sort of legal technicality that mm-hmm. says that whatever we find belongs to them. And I don't know about you, but I would sooner aren't kill getting, someone than let go of this gauntlet. Aren't you getting paid already? You could just buy a gauntlet. Can you buy a book like that? Well, uh, <laughs> it does have a very strange text on it. To be fair, I don't ah. think that we're going to be able to easily hide. Well, me and Tiyuku maybe, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Radiant has a big shield now, and you have a gauntlet, and you have a book, so... I mean, we have, like, backpacks. <laughs> I had this book the whole time. <laughs> This shield, yeah. yes. How, how oh. closely have they been looking at us? Seriously, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> closely. I'm gonna, um. I'm gonna like sort of grumpily stomp off in the direction <laughs> of the door so I can open it. I have a question. Um, how like how closely does um, Radiant's new shield resemble his old one? Not, not very much at all. <laughs> um, his old shield, I think, was like. A wooden plank, like a square wooden plank. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. What, what if uh, just a suggestion? What if Radiant's old shield was like a piece of driftwood? Yeah, that's exactly what I was oh, thinking cute. of. Yeah. Aww. Um, he painted the cello symbol on it. Aww. Um, you can tell that he painted it on it because it looks bad. Aww. So I think as Zara's walking towards the door, Ford kind of follows her and is like, "Okay, so I'm pretty sure all together we can probably take them." <laughs> Uh, so I think it's gonna be fine. I'm with you. Okay, so when you get to this door, uh, this door that you were on the opposite side of, uh, just like, you know, an hour ago, you see it is on this side, uh, on tracks, almost. Hmm. Um, and there is a, uh, like, large latch barring it. Okay. Uh, um, I'm... so... Oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 you got. You say a large latch. Do you mean like um, 
I'm trying to think of what the technical term is for it, it's a big bar that's going across the door so no one can open it from the outside, right? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. How big is it? I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's too big for me to just pull it off. It is very big. Yes. Okay, so it's like giant size. Uh, it's yeah, not 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 a it's not as giant size as the forge, but it's big. Maybe like the whole group of you working together could probably lift it. That 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 sounds unlikely. Uh, not sure what Radiant could do because he's so tiny. Um, but he's kind of strong, so probably reach up there with the spear, poke it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's also it's also got a um some sort of strange like apparatus on one of the on the hinge of it. Mm. Um, like like it's. I don't know how to describe this to you, fantasy people, but it looks like it might be like motorized. I see, Ooh. like a like a garage door. A little bit. Okay. Can I get close <laughs> to it and sort of inspect the technology of it and see if I can figure out how? I want to. I want to see if I can figure out how it works, like like what triggers it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Using the the let me see this thing. Uh, sure. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you, being a person of engineering, can see that, like, yeah, it's, 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 like, you can see, uh, maybe, like, peeking in, you can see, like, the belt around it on the inside of the door that is, like, pulled by pulley to, like, crank it open. Mm-hmm. Um, but right here on the door itself, you don't necessarily see the apparatus to do that. Hmm. Um,. So let me see that is when you take a few moments to handle something, examine something interesting, ask the GM two of the following questions. The GM must answer truthfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to ask. I, I, I think the answer is pretty obvious, but I'll ask just to, so my character knows. Uh, what does this do? It makes the door open. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what's wrong with this and how might I fix it? Well, right now it's like... Uh... It's not powered. I don't know that it's powered down. It's definitely in like, if this place had an energy saver mode, it would be the the state that it's in right now. I see. Can I can I see what what exactly is powering this device? I guess you can see like um, what. So what you can see is that there are um, to the side of the door, there's like a cable that goes in back into the wall that connects it to the door. Cable that goes back into the wall that connects it to the door. Yeah. So it's so it, it's sort of it's it looks like it might be electric powered. Yeah. Okay. I'm familiar with electricity. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I turn around and I say, um, well, there's a mechanism in there there that I think might open the door, but uh, it doesn't look like it's powered up right now. I pull off my like broken glasses and I would say, if these were still working, I might be able to power it up with these, but uh, well. As you can see, they're not, so... <laughs> and that is... That is no one's fault. <laughs> well, no, it's my it's my fault. I'm my bad for that. But can't we just go outside, back the way we came and bring the other two in here? Like, I don't see why that's so much of a problem. Hmm, that's actually a good point. <laughs> yeah, I suppose there were, no, there were no other traps on the way in. But uh, getting out might be a little more difficult. Yeah, there is that good old climb. Uh, all right, here's here's one thing you can do. Um, I don't know if you know, if you looked super closely, Zarb. You have a, a move called jury rig. 
Yeah, I know. I was uh, thinking I could use that, but I figured since I already looked at it, I'd let someone else try to come up with a solution. I mean, no one else has the move juror rig. <laughs> my my thing that I was gonna suggest was have Ford throw a radiant at the bar to try and <laughs> fucking get it off. Ford was gonna offer to punch it. <laughs> yes. So mm. you know. I, well, hold on. Uh, so I, you're right. I, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna say is I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna think for a moment. I'm gonna say, well, may, maybe it's not broken too bad. And I pull out like my little tools and start tinkering with uh, the glasses, hoping mm. to get it working so that I can attach the electrical energy of the glasses to the door to power it. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe this is going to be, I, I shouldn't say the move, but jury mm. rig, right? It is jury rig, yes. When you quickly fix, repurpose, or fabricate a device on the spot, describe what you're doing with it and roll plus int, okay? Mm-hmm. I rolled a 10, so hooray! Nice! Uh, Ooh! Uh, oh, oh wait, per- no, I rolled a nine. I, it already mm. rolled that for me. It did already roll that. Oh. Okay, so um, choose one. Uh, it'll work, but not for long. You'll need to hurry to take advantage of it. It works, but there's a weird quirk or complication to it. Or it'll work, but it needs some juice. Spend one charge. I'm going to spend one charge. Uh-huh. Uh, it needs some juice. And now I have two charge. Yes, so one of your, one of your um, little, little batteries uh, mm-hmm. goes down by one. Um, or is it like you have one battery that powers all of your stuff, or is it you have mo- like each charge is a battery? Um, yeah, that sounds good. I like the idea that like each charge you can see like the liquid draining out of it, mm-hmm. or at least dimming while you when you expend the energy. Yeah, that w- that it then has to like come back yeah. up. So I I I think okay. So I've thought about this a little bit with the fact that they're electric, um, like alchemical goggles. I, I sort of like reach up to this because I've still got them on my head even though they're, the lens is shattered. So I, uh, I reach up and well, I, I tinker with it a little more. Then I put it back on my head. I reach and by, on the side, I pull out like a little like sort of USB port kind of thing and I mm-hmm. zip it in to uh, attach it to this machine. Mm-hmm. And it's less, it's, it's kind of like a suction cup that like zaps effectively. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic. So yeah, Suzara so does that. And you see, uh, like a little flash come from, uh, the, the wire that connects it as one of her batteries, uh, dims. And then the, um, the door lights up for a second, almost. Uh, there's like, like, okay, so there's like in Atlantis, the Lost Empire, and in Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, like mm-hmm. old, oh, yeah. the, the old Atlantean and Chica technology has like blue Tron lines, basically. Yeah. Yeah. On them. So good. And, and for a, and for a moment, um, as you do this, this door bursts, like bursts into light and like all those carvings that were on it before are like, were like the lines for these, these intricate, um, glowing, uh, channels on it as that latch zips up and the door, uh, slides from side to side letting in a lot of sunlight um you were previously in a rather dimly lit area and this there's this you know rumbling as these doors slide open and then you see the rest of your party out there uh the expeditionary force uh nemo barnabas nemo uh calico black eustace flint and james points the way and 
Nemo uh, just kind of throws his arms out to the side and says, Fantastic! <laughs> um, uh, we've got a problem. Uh, okay. What's the pro- what's the problem? We are being followed, and this whole island is probably a trap. Okay. Hmm. Nemo walks in anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, wait, sir, by- sir. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I believe you didn't hear me correctly. Uh, we're being followed, and this whole island is probably a trap. They they have these. Uh, viewing devices that they were looking at us through, and there was the figure we saw earlier, and, and now, uh-huh. and I hold out the book, and I say, <laughs> see? Um, I agree, we have a problem. Zara is very paranoid. Um, Nemo, like, picks up the book out of your hands, and <laughs> he, like, he, like, grabs, like, not... He grabs it quickly, not necessarily violently, but, like, wah, snatches it, and, like, starts <laughs> flipping through it as fast as he can. And he, like, swears under his breath, and he's like, I can't read a goddamn word of this. Uh, what do you mean? I, I, I grab it from him again, and I say, well, what do you mean? Of course you can. And I flip to one of the sections I can read, and mm-hmm. I point to it, and I say, see, look, it's clear as day. Oh. Okay. Can you tell me what that says? <laughs> I, I, I say, sir... I understand that uh, you're, you're the scientist here, and I'm just your assistant, but I, I don't think we ever established you're, that. But you're a what? <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 sir, I, I'd appreciate it if you didn't patronize me. Uh, uh, what was Tiku saying just a second ago? Uh, Tiku was just going to give Zara, like, this, I told you so, look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, he gives you kind of a funny look, and he says... I'm not patronizing you. Now, if this is a trap, it seems like we should probably try to figure out as much of this stuff as possible before we have to escape. Right? That's the second smart thing you've said. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't make any sense, why don't we just go back to the boat and call for help? Um, who would... We call. By the time someone gets here, it'll be too late. I feel like it's pretty obvious what's going on. Oh? Um, the the Titans aren't all still alive, and they left us all these relics so that we can continue their work. And they're alive and they're super old. They're like grandparents, and they can't do it. My grandma has a hernia. She can't do anything. Ford, Ford puts an hand on Radiant's shoulder and goes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and then, like, gives everyone else a look of, like, don't ruin this for him. I, I, I'm, I am rubbing, like, my two fingers between, like, my, between, on the bridge of my nose. Uh, fucking Nemo was, like, pinching the bridge of his nose. I was, okay, yeah, that's fine. We'll both pinch the bridge of our nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Simultaneously. That's a, that's, a, that's a science thing. If you're not a scientist, you're not allowed to pinch the bridge of your nose. Nobody tell Radiant Santa isn't real. Please. <laughs> All right. They're grandparents. L- listen, I am reasonably certain that this island is not a trap. Whether or not there's somebody else on this island is completely immaterial in that. Besides, that's why we hired adventurers. Isn't that your job? To deal with traps? 
<laughs> yeah. Not re- not no not not really. I'm a I'm a paladin. <laughs> well, we got a we got a stockbreaker here. <laughs> and I think Radiant and I can take uh most things in a fight. Yeah. And uh Adeline here had a pretty deft hand in shutting down whatever was on that on that wall. Yes, I did I did that all by myself. Another trap. See? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, we're, we're doing fine. great. I think that if we leave now without knowing what is going on, then that's just isn't that worse? I, I think we should find out what's going on. I vote for that. Good. Now let's go. Uh, let's go look around, huh? And he like pats Zara on the shoulder and walks further <laughs> into this area. Ford gives Zara like a look, like, mm-hmm. "What did you expect?" <laughs> I sort of sigh and, in a huff, I start looking around. All right. So um, everyone else comes into. Yeah. Uh, Jameson is like. A little twitchy. It's like I'm. Oh man, I really didn't have a lot, a lot at all, did I? Oh, yeah, you're boy. good. Uh, you sure? Because this is kind of like, you know, leading people through the forest, kind of my deal, and I was just in the back of the line the whole time. Uh, well, you can look around here and then lead us back. Okay. This is almost like a forest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a forest where the trees are stone mm-hmm. and look like and big people. <laughs> Evenly spaced giant person trees. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just kind of follows after Nemo, who was like taking very detailed notes about all of the statues. Uh, and then Eustace and Calico come in. Calico like all immediately like <sighs> walks after Bartimaeus. Um, and Eustace, who I totally fucked up the voice of last time. Uh, and who I'm going to do the right voice this time comes in uh, and he says, "This is wild." Oh, he sounds like uh, he sounds cool. Yeah, sounds like a cowboy. I like <laughs> I'm used to Flint. I'm a cowboy. Um, I'm a blacksmith. I fix boats and trains. He's yeah. a bugbear, right? He's a bugbear. Ah, oh, God, I love him. He's great. He's big and fuzzy. Um, and he's just like looking around, uh, and he goes, shoot, what is this? We don't know. There, there is a very big forge though. Oh shit. Is that that? Oh, that might be where they got me then. Yes. You want to show me where that is? Right this way. All right, cool. Wait, did they? Fantastic. Did they already know there was a forge here? I don't know. Mm-mm. I'm a blacksmith. You think they told me shit? <laughs> Okay. You and me both. I feel like my feels like my question is still a little bit valid. Um, I'm actually gonna ask Nemo. He feels like the uh-huh. boss here. Uh, Dario's in here. Um, mm-hmm. Did you? Are we the first ones here, or did they? Um, Eustace. Eustace is a blacksmith, and there's a forge here. That's a yes. That's a coincidence. Um, I would say that it is the payoff of a very well-educated guess by a very good guesser. Mm. Well, or some people died here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think anybody died. Well, somebody might have died here. Listen, uh, 
So you guys know the Titans, right? And he's like, he like rubs his face. Yeah, of course. So, uh, uh, as is the situation with uh, legends, heroes, and history, uh, things are a little fuzzy with the Titans, right? Mm, well, no, I know exactly what happened, but go on. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, the rest of us don't. Do you want to enlighten us? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, actually. They defeated a great evil that came from either the depths or above. One of those two. And <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. And then they disappeared because the evil wasn't there anymore. And they retired... And now they're old people and they're living here. Okay, so you don't actually know anything more than us. I, I know the stories, and the stories are yeah. are true. They're why would they? Why would someone just lie about history? Fair. The thing is, the stories <laughs> might be true, but they are criminally vague. We don't know what the evil was. We don't know how the Titans defeated it. We don't even know where they went after they did. But there's some people who have been making some guesses for a long time. And one of those guesses was that the Titans had a fortress that would only appear at certain times. And that that was where they decided to leave their stuff. And look around you, folks. I'd say we were pretty spot on. So you think there might be more stuff to be found? Yeah, unless you think a book is all, the last legacy of the Titans. Come on, folks, and he tosses it back to Zara. Indeed, only a book was found. Oh, yeah. I hope we find yes. the rest of the stuff. Ray is still I... carrying the big-ass shield. <laughs> I, look, I look a little hurt, uh, and with, with like tears stinging my eyes, <laughs> you know that like that like no, actually it's not okay. Uh, so I I say I say well, I, I I've got a different theory, a different theory where all this is just some fabrication tricking with our heads, making nonsense up in order to trap us and take our gold or our livelihoods or or, or our lives even. And, and and this, and I hold out the book, and I say, and this is just an elaborate part of the trick. And the Titans were just from stories. I don't have any gold. Listen, <laughs> Zara, it's, it's if, simple. Oc- oh, I, I can't say Occam's razor. Occam doesn't exist. Sure, uh, it is. <laughs> it's simple. It, it, it's just the simplest solution is probably the like one, likely one. Oh, What's that's more... re- that's really smart. Did you come up with that with yourself? I, I call, you call it Zara's it... Yeah, did you call it Zara's voice freezer? Um, it... <laughs> What's more likely? That all of this just appeared out of nowhere one day and it's been gone for thousands of years, but it's somehow mysteriously more advanced than any technology we've seen before, or that someone has just made an elaborate prank. This is uh, very elaborate for a prank. This is clearly a very old structure. Yeah, listen, Zara, if you're really that concerned, like, I'll walk around with you and punch stuff if there is stuff. Which I don't think there is. 
Yeah, that would be quite a long con. <laughs> yeah, I think that if they were trying to trap us, they'd probably do it, um, you know, off the coast or before we even got here, because this is, this is pretty extra. Mm-hmm. This is a little too much. Uh, you just, like, picks up an ingot of the of the weird meadows, like, yeah, I ain't never seen shit like this before. Listen to the smart man. Do we know what was here um, before the island, or didn't it just no one ever came here before? No, the open ocean. Oh. Huh. This island was not here. Um, this is this is a well traveled like part of the of the sea. Yeah, Radiant is way too stupid to ask this, but like, so I'm not <laughs> sure if I can ask this, but I do want to know if there's like any signs of this place being underwater at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm the one who should ask this though, because I was thinking that is there any water damage? What you could ask is, um, is this a gift from Chella? Like, did did Chella because you're <laughs> you're his lovely best good paladin boy um did Chella send this up from the depths of the ocean um oh, that's because very he good. knew how strongly you believed yeah Chella is this my birthday present <laughs> can you ask Chella that no Chella, I, can't. I need another le- I need another level <laughs> No, meaning like you can like use that that thought process to yourself look around and try to um, extrapolate. Um, Was this underwater? Uh, sure, I guess somehow Radiant was quick up to that conclusion. Can I do like a discern realities or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you're like what looking around looking for water damage and stuff. Yeah. Or like yeah. to see if algae is growing. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is anything filled with water? Mmm. Is something filled with water? Uh, yeah, roll it. Sure. Let me just open my thing. Here it is. It's wisdom, right? It is wisdom. That's an eight. Alright, so that's an eight. So nice. in the base moves, uh, you can ask one question at the Discern Realities list, which is which are, uh, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be able to look out for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? And what here is not what it appears to be? Uh, a few of these could work for what I want. Mm-hmm. Let me try and think what Radiant would want to know. Mm-hmm. So on a 7 to 9, you only get one of those, but you get plus one mm-hmm. while acting on I think if he's going from the standpoint of my, my god that I believe in did this for me, I think he'd want to do what here is not what it appears to be. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Or what? Mm, either that, or what hmm? happened here recently? <laughs> Making decisions is so hard. Um, I'll do. I'll do what here is not what it appears to be. Okay. Uh. So, hmm. as far as like the island being underwater thing goes, uh, it, w- this part of it at least wasn't. If even if other parts of the island were submerged, this this structure is pristine. What here's not what it appears to be. Uh, what else is not what it appears to be? I mean, it's possible that everything is what it appears to be, and that's the interesting thing about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every it is everything is very old. Nothing here is fake old. Yeah. Um. Oh, here's something. Um. You. If you if you go over to like look around where Eustace was, because remember 
Uh, speaking of being submerged, there's still like embers in the the furnace, mm. uh, which would not be the case if this place was underwater. Wacky. Um, what? Wacky. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, you realize that those <laughs> are not moving rapidly enough to be embers. There's just something, some small glowing lights in there. Mm. That's interesting. Um, can I go look at them? Or does anyone else want to do something first? Um, has anyone checked out that the big map yet? I'm not misremembering that nobody's really looked at that yet. You are not. No one has really looked at that yet. Adeline wants to look at the map, but I'm happy to wait until after you investigate your glowing lights. (laughs) Yeah, I also want to look at the map um, when Adelaide does. Yeah. I guess y'all can be looking at the map while while, uh, Radiant walks over to the... Radiant wanders off to look at something that's glowing and pretty. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Eustace is on that side, too. So it's not like he's doing it alone. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So y'all. Yeah. Let's do the. Let's do the map thing first. Um. Y'all look at this map. Uh. It is a map of the archipelago. Uh. But as I've described, it is uh different in a couple of ways. Um. There are one. The archipelago is relatively smaller on this map than most maps that it is on that you've seen. Because there are other island chains on this map. Um, like, And among those other island chains, there is one island in the center of all of them that looks like it's to the north. There's also, like, uh, markers on the archipelago that you can see that is, like, um, like they're definitely map markers. They, they correspond with some location, but not ones that you can re- recall necessarily knowing about. At least not with a without a roll or something. Other than that, um, there's like routes that that like like you know like like roads or whatever carved onto them, and mm-hmm. some of those correspond with current roads, and some of them don't. Um. So my I s- think Ford's. Yeah. Um, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say my uh, starting move is that I can ask the GM when I enter a important location. For one fact from uh-huh. history of the location, is there oh. anything like that about the extended map? So, so this is your when you enter an important location, your call. You can ask the GM for one fact from the history mm. of that location. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely a fact here, um, which is like this map is it's the oldest map you've ever seen. I'm not sure what other like what the f- specific fact is about that. That's fair. Is there, is there any extra secrets that my elf my elf eyes can see? <laughs> <laughs> extra secrets? <laughs> I, I mean, you can tell that there's like, it's like this thing is notated and it, it's in a language or like a code that you don't understand exactly, mm-hmm. but it is notated. And so if you could figure out how to read it, you might get a better idea of, of what's up. Can you yes. like copy it? Is it copyable? Yeah, if you have like enough time and a, and a you know thing. Can I try to figure out if I've seen this like style of map or dialect before? Because Ford spent a good amount of time looking at old maps and star charts and whatnot. Um, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you want to roll a spout lore on that? Yeah. Okay, and I think we, we talked about your astronomer move giving you just a plus one to spout lore on uh, astronomical mm. hmm, uh, situations. That's plus int. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a five plus one. <laughs> that's oh, a boy. six. Mm. We're fighting Ford's now. Like, nope. <laughs> not, not great. Not great. Uh, no, you don't recall, unfortunately. Um, and here's the other thing: uh, is that you spend so much time, like you almost like you ponder it so intensely that everyone else, like near you, like sort of starts pondering too. <laughs> like, and you're like you're like muttering to yourself and like absorbed in thoughts. As Radiance starts looking at this mm. furnace. And Radiance, this furnace has a lock on it. Oh. Uh, like a padlock of some sort. Is it like... Uh, um, oh, I forgot the word in English. Barred off? With bars. Uh, yeah, there's like a there's like a grate that you can oh, vaguely great. see some glowing lights behind. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the grate is locked. Mm-hmm. Is it like a big... Giant great? Ooh, yes. What do you mean? It's like a, is it giant sized also? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not not so giant sized that you could like slip through the, the, the spaces though. Okay. Um can I can I attack it? <laughs> <laughs> can I try to break it is the question. Well the the thing is that when you get close it starts to rattle. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, and those those glowing embers that you saw before, like, get very close to the to the grate. I touch one. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> idiot. You do what? I touch the embers. Okay. Uh, take one damage. Mm-hmm. That sounds fair. Uh, <laughs> it's very, it's hot. And you also, well, so here's what happens. Is you touch the ember and it's it's hot and it burns your little thingy. And then it starts to glow brighter, and the rattling turns into a pounding, and the gate smashes open. Oh no! Oh no! And inside there are two, between eight and ten foot tall figures. Oh no! uh, That had been like, like sort of like sprawled on the ground that are now raised to their full height, and they look like shard skeletons. Oh, well, cool. this place is skeleton power. <laughs> hey, hey guys, hey guy, hey y'all, guys. Unfortunately, your friends are so wrapped up in their thoughts <laughs> oh, <no>. that you are—it's <laughs> you and Eustace. And Eustace goes, "Holy shit!" Um, can I try something? Certainly. I'd like to. Can I? I am the lot of skeletons. Oh <laughs> yes. Are they NPCs? Are they NPCs or are they like mindless enemies? Well, all all Remember, monsters have life. Okay, great. Remember, if you if you do it, you do it. So if you want to try, you try. And... Yeah, I would like to try. Um, okay, so, let me so just... when you give an NPC an yeah. order based on your divine authority, roll plus charisma. Mm-hmm. On a seven plus, they choose one. Do what you say. Back away cautiously, then flee. Attack you <laughs> on a ten plus. You also take plus one forward toward against them. Uh, on a miss, they do as they please, and you take minus one forward against them. Ah, great. 
I'm excited. So what do you what do you tell them? Uh, what how are how's the how's the atmosphere here? Do they look like <laughs> they're gonna attack me? Yes. <laughs> they just smashed this gate open and are advancing on you. I think I think it's pretty certain. I think I'm just gonna tell them to stop. Just like very okay. confident. I have the shield of empathies now. I put it in front of myself and I bang my spear on the floor and I just shout stop and i'm gonna roll charisma do i get a plus one oh. against them because i got that spout yeah because yeah. you got you got what here is uh not what it appears yeah uh and these yeah these guys are not embers they mm-hmm. are skeletons they're skeletons here we go oh um, that's a seven that's an eight because so an eight one. yeah well, it's still a seven to nine, so they can yeah. do what you say, back away cautiously, then flee, or they can attack you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And unfortunately, the thing they're going to do is attack you. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I tried. Let me. Do, these so these things they are they are skeletal, um, but they're not necessarily human skeletons. Uh, one because they're like nine feet tall, and two because their arms and legs are strangely proportioned. They're both longer than their torsos should be proportionally. Mm. Um, so they're kind of gangling skeletons, uh, but as uh, even as that as I say that they they're they're longer uh, proportionally than they should be arms and legs, but they're also the bones are thicker than a human's bones would be, mm. uh, and they are also covered in like matted coals and um, you know embers and stuff. Mm. Uh, anyway, one of them, like, lurches forward and starts to swing one big, long arm at you. What are you gonna do? Ah, uh, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna attack it. Uh, Alright, so you are, you finally. are, you are no longer, yeah. you, are, you are pushing it forward against it. Yeah. Um, Alright. That's a hack and slash? That will be a hack and slash. How are you going to hack and or slash this thing? I think... Uh, Radiant is like three feet tall. Um, yes. So, um, he's gonna do like the Captain America thing where he like loves the shield, except he's not gonna throw it. He's just gonna like slam the edge of it against one of these things' bones. Okay. And try and like take out the leg, like the tibia. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So when you attack when you attack an enemy in melee, you roll plus strength. On a ten plus, you deal your damage to the enemy and avoid their attack. At your option, you may choose to do plus one d six damage, but expose yourself to the enemy's attack. On a seven to nine, you deal your damage to the enemy, and the enemy makes an attack against you. So awesome. Um, roll that. I will. Here we go. Oh no, that's a four. Yeah, this is going to be. Oh. This is going to be the crying section of Roller That's radiant. Don't forget to mark experience. I did. Radiant, radiant. That's that's bad. Yeah, I'm a I'm a tank. This is my thing. Are you? <laughs> you've got you've got nine constitution. Um, here's the thing. I don't think he's ever fought anything before that wasn't like. A gator at one point. He like hit a mm. gator really hard and it ran away. Oh I mean God. there's there's like there's monsters in the marsh. 
Uh, Part of being a paladin should should probably have been protecting your people. Okay, yeah, he's done. I just didn't imagine the march having monsters. But if they did, if there were monsters, he would have fought him. But, like, nothing quite well, as... Well, there's monsters everywhere. Yeah, nothing quite as grandiose as a big skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So you, like, swing your shield at them. Um, but it's, like, weirdly fast. It's faster than you expect it to be. Um, and one of these big, like, club-like fists just kind of slams into your chest. Oh, great. Uh, and you're gonna go flying. Mmm. Um. Tasty. Roll, uh, d8. I have to roll my damage. Ooh. Yeah. Can't blame me for that. (laughs) It's slash r, right? Slash r, yeah. That's a seven. Uh, so that's seven does it plus armor one. Or? It does not ignore armor, at least. Okay, so that's um, uh, five. Five damage. Alright, so five damage. Um, and So you're going to take five damage, and you just go careening across the room. Um, everybody else, uh, you are shaken from your reverie as you hear one, like a big, meaty thud. And then you hear Radiant go clatter against the ground. I'm already, like, (laughs) as soon as I physically can be, I'm, like, fists up in front of Radiant, ready to go. So you're you're across the room is the thing. Or I will, I run across the room. um, Uh, Yeah, can I see, um, can I see these, like, fire boys? Uh, so this room, it's dim. Um, it's not dim anymore because you open the door. Uh, you can see, you can see them vaguely. Yeah, because they're across the room, and it's a big room. If it was still dim, you'd be able to see their eyes glowing in the darkness. Ford, Ford is already running that way, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to rush over to... Uh, hmm. uh, the problem is Ford and Radiant are my punch boys. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to rush over to Tsuyuku, who, <laughs> I know, who I know is pretty resourceful. I'm going to like grab her, and I'm going to say, uh, oh, the Ford and Radiant are in trouble. Yeah. It would seem so. Um, <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> so, 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 Ford, you're running. Um, you do see uh, Mr. Flint, uh, Eustace, pick up a, um, like a big hammer, which in the, in the, in the, it's the scale of like the person that would have used it would be like the smallest hammer, but for him, it's like a, like a two handed sledgehammer. Um, and he, it doesn't look like, like he's excited to be holding it. Um, oh. but he is at least standing. He's like, uh, folks, as you, as you run forward. What is Teek doing? Sorry. Uh, I think Teek is going to actually throw a dagger at one of the skeletons. So here's the thing. You're all across the room. There's like a, there's like a 40 foot gap distance between you and Oh, me. oh, okay. That's, that's a little too far. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then I guess she's going to. She's gonna crab Zara and run, <laughs> run towards. Yeah, I, I, uh, I protest. I'm like, wait, wait, no, don't. And then, but I go and obviously, I, <laughs> I can't, I'm taken along with. Yeah, Adeline, <laughs> Adeline runs too. She's like getting her medal off her back. <laughs> Fight mode. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, fantastic. So four is gonna be the one that gets there first. Uh, also there, by the time you get there, is Calico, who heard the ruckus, and is there to be your backup. Um, so this is going to be the thing. Calico is a hireling. He is a warrior. 
Um, and so he's got the skill Man at Arms, which is when you deal damage while a warrior aids you, you add their skill to the damage done. Uh, if your attack results in consequences, like a counterattack, the Man at Arms takes the brunt of it. Oh, yeah. So, so he, that's that's a, a hireling uh, skill, which will be available to you going forward. Nice. Oh yeah. So Ford, what are you doing? Um, as these these things continue to advance, um, one of them is advancing on the group as a whole, and one of them is is like its head is like kind of swung in this slow pendulous turn and is walking towards uh, Eustace. Um, Eustace has a hammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, the group, however, I doubt their ability to defend themselves as a whole. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to go for the one um, that's going for the group. Okay. Uh, so what are you going to do? Uh, well, using my great, great new gauntlet, <laughs> which I know mm-hmm. isn't like anything for attack, but um, just kind of step forward in front of it and just give it a really good like slam. Okay. Um, in, well, wherever I can reach, really, whatever is, like, I guess a s- sensitive part of this of the skeleton that might help, like, shatter or break it apart. Okay. Uh, or that I, I mean, think would. I mean, you know what the good parts to hit on a person's skeleton are, I guess. Just, like, solar plexus and joints. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, roll the, roll, so, you're just attacking it, good, good, engaging in melee? Mm-hmm. Right, so, roll hack and slap. Yeah, that's plus strength. That's an 11. That's an 11. Oh, that's really good. I punch it real good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then I roll damage, right? Yes, yeah, so 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 you, you would just smash it as hard as you can into the solar plexus. Mm-hmm. The, so the center of the rib cage where all the ribs meet. Um, okay, yeah. With your fist. So yeah, you, you roll damage. That's a four. Two of it is piercing. Okay. Um, so that's... Okay, fantastic. Uh, does it have, do you have any additional damage from your fighting style? Um, no, I get... I hold plus one if I defend, but I didn't say I was defending. So that's four, two piercing. You also add Calico's skill to your damage, which is three. Oh, nice. Oh. Uh, Calico's a very skilled warrior. That's a seven altogether. It's a seven altogether. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, as this thing like staggers back, Eustace like swings his hammer at the other one, and super misses because he oh, like, put too oh, much no. in it. Um, and then he has now been smacked in the face and is like staggering back, holding a broken nose. Oh no! What do the rest of you do? Um, I guess Tuku, you were the, the next person coming. Uh, and yeah. also Raiden, how are you feeling on the floor? Buddy. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Ouch. Uh, he wants to get back out of the fight, but he's going to wait for his turn to order. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tiku, what are you doing? Uh, now that I'm close enough, I'm going to try to throw the dagger. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, wait, I have a whip. You do this, have a this whip? Is like a, this sounds like a better thing against the skeleton than a dagger, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm going to try to... Um, whip that skeleton by like, you know, grab a bone from uh-huh. its leg so it like 
probably fall over if he could just like grab a bone, you know. Wait uh-huh. a minute. Yeah. Okay, so you're just trying to you're trying to grab it. Uh, yeah, just like a pull pull out a bone. Pull out a bone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh so, okay, so um I'm not sure if this is a like a, just a, an attack or if, since you're trying to like pull it off its feet if that's a different <laughs> thing. Uh I don't know. Do you want to do you want to damage to it or do you want to just do you want it off its feet? Uh it just kind of went off its feet, really. Okay. So, um in that case do yourself a uh defy damage dexterity using your, you know, the dexterity for your whip. Um the danger being that if you don't get it off its feet, it's going <laughs> to keep it's going to keep Which one are you attacking, by the way? Uh which, which one are you whipping? The one that's fighting uh, forward or the one that just attacked Eustace? I think the one that just attacked Eustace. I think Ford. Oh, thank God. That's the one in the back. <laughs> right, cool. So if you so if you, if you you fail this, uh, it's going to go worse for him. Oh, no. Oopsies. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. So I just click Dex here. Huh? Ah, it's a nine. Okay. Nice. Nine. Fantastic. So the way that this is going to go down, then uh, it's a seven and nine on a seven and nine and five damage. That's five danger. Uh, you achieve your goal. But there's a complication. I get to uh, mm-hmm. offer you a hard bargain, ugly choice, or worse outcome. Uh, and so the the uh, worst outcome sort of is going to be that you get it off of Eustace. Eustace is safe for the moment, but it's going to be able to hit you. Mm. Sure. Oh, how nice of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you, you it, it's like raising its arms up to swing again. Um, uh. Oh, wait, no, I've got a better one. Uh, it's going to pull the whip out of your hands. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> you'll you'll pull it. I mean, you'll be able to get it back if you, like, do a yeah. thing to get it back. But, like, yeah, it's like you'll you'll yank it away from Eustace and then it'll yank its, its arms back. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you pull this thing closer towards the your your party, um, as Eustace is still holding onto his nose, which is bleeding through his fingers, uh, and he starts to, like scramble, like 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 shamble to the side to like try to get out of its like zone, um, as it like yanks back, uh, and with the and the the handle of the whip leaves your hand, and with the slack, it's able to pull its arms open. Uh, mm free. So the whip is now yeah. on the ground between you and this creature. Yeah. Tiku and uh, Adeline. Not Tiku. Uh, Zara and Adeline. That's who I meant. Mm-hmm. What are you two doing? So uh, Eustace is staggered because he got hit. Mm-hmm. Um, my good buddy Radiant is on the floor coming to his feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford, Ford looks like he's doing okay. But, <laughs> but, but there's there's one skeleton that's kind of going on a rampage here, as I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, hold out my hand with the glove on it. And I, 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 I hold out my... I, I twist a knob on it, and you can hear sort of like a hum coming from mm-hmm. it. And I say, hey, everybody stand back. I didn't really have time to test this one. And I reach... Uh, and as I as it sort of like comes up, I reach uh, towards like the one of the one of the like towards the bottom of the of the 
back of the hand and I flip open the little compartment and there's a little pull string in it and I put my finger in the pull string and I tug it and a blast of cold energy shoots out from the palm because I am using oh, cool. my cryogenic emitter glove. Hell yeah. Yes. So cool. Not a freeze ray. It is a cryogenic <laughs> emitter glove. All right. So I think the the the, the uh, move for this is called uh, field test. Right. Well, uh, more specifically, I'm just I'm using it as a ranged weapon. Oh, so oh, oh this is a different thing. Okay. Normally, normally this would just be a volley. Mm-hmm. However. I would like to, so I can use the move field test uh, in order, here, really quick, I'm going to uh, share yeah. this. Uh, a, it is the cryogenic emitter glove, is, uh, has elemental icy, an ice gadget freezes things, enemies hit by it are immobilized, you can use it to freeze water, put out fires, or create slippery floors. So I'm going to try to either put out or freeze this skeleton with this. Um, okay. And so, so okay, so I'm seeing two different things on your character sheet. There's field test and there's gadget belt weapon. Gadget belt weapon isn't an actual move. It's part of gadget belt. It just, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing, gadget so, belt weapon. Okay, so it's not a field test. You're not using it to get you out of a uh, tight spot. You are right. specifically using, using it, it as a weapon. weapon. Okay. I, I do want to point out that I, I don't have to use this move when using my gadget as a weapon. It's, a, okay. it's an option. When you use your gadget as a weapon, you can spend one charge to roll plus int instead of strength or dex. So okay. that's, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, no. I got a six. Uh, <laughs> oh. That's not good. No, I thought this would be a very cool badass moment when Zara <laughs> But it turns out it will be a very in-character moment where Zara is an oaf, a fool, and I will lose oh. one charge. You I will, will mark lose. experience, though. <laughs> Mark experience though, okay. Um, all right. So that and that was using your int even. Jesus, that was using my int even. You know, uh, you win some, you lose some. Sometimes you gotta roll them bones, and sometimes you come up short. Sometimes you don't do yeah. anything to the bones. <laughs> sometimes the bones just are like, ah, okay. So that's unfortunate. All right. Uh, here's the thing. You blast it. Um, something's up with your range finder though. And you end up uh, freezing Calico Black's legs to the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, buddy! Uh, his his like upper body. He goes what? Um, as his upper body is still free, but his lower body is pinned to the ground. Uh, as this thing rears back for another blow uh, on forward oh, end. Uh, sorry. Oh boy. Uh, Woo. <laughs> Adeline, I want to know what you're doing uh, right before we go back to Ford's thing. Well, first of all, just like she's not, she's not saying it, but like she's got the most like "I told you so" like face. Just <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, she is going to uh, get her mandolin uh, um, and. Um, she has been in the, what's well, Low Tide Church, so she knows at least one cellar song, and, uh, she's gonna, uh, play, do arcane art and try to heal, <laughs> heal the, the small tank, <laughs> playing one of his religious songs. No, let me die. 
No. <laughs> Let me die and go You to are one of the two people who can who can fight and we need you alive. <laughs> I clicked it, did it roll? Alright, so you're using your arcane art? Yes. Oh, I rolled it twice. it twice, but the first one was an 11. Oh, first yeah. one was 11. We're going to hold on to that? Yes. Uh, good job, Adeline. So, when uh, on a 10+, plus, the ally gets a select effect. When you weave a performance into a basic spell, you choose an ally and an effect. You know, 1d8 damage, plus 1d4, forward 2 damage. The mind is shaken clear of one enchantment. Or the next time someone successfully assists the target with aid, they get plus two instead of plus one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when you are picking is to heal them? Yes, yes. You said? Yes. Um, I'll roll that. Hey! Woof. Nice. Healed. That's an eight. That is an eight. That's an eight. That's good. That's good heals. Yeah, by the... By the power Just of your god, describe. aren't you so happy? Radiant is thrilled. Nobody's going to fucking let me die in this campaign. I hate this family. <laughs> describe to me the way that this happens. How do you do this? Um, me? Uh, she just gets mm-hmm. out her mandolin and starts playing the... Is like a hymn? The seller hymn? Aww, it's adorable. Well, I don't know if it has any visual effect, because that would be maybe a little yeah. goofy. <laughs> Radiant starts to glow. <laughs> I don't know, it's magic. It is magic. Yeah, it'll look cool. Hell yeah. Okay, Radiant starts... Radiant glows a little bit. Good. Because magic. Just a very... <laughs> I secretly a very, love a goofy. Very tasteful <laughs> Um, The thing that I was imagining until this point was, um, like, a music bar. Just, like, some notes. Just kind of go around and like, <laughs> Like a magic circle or whatever. It's like... Da-da-da. Uh, blowing is better. It's very good. Right. Thank you for all the right. heals. Cool. Um, so, Radiant, you're all good. I am. Um, you look up mm. and you see uh, these dudes. There's one dude that just threw, sent you flying. Yeah. Um, about to swing on Calico Black, who has been frozen to the ground. Ooh. Can I? Uh, and can I defend mm-hmm. and do a hacky slash? Uh, you, yeah, you can establish your defend uh, first, and then and then engage in combat. Uh, I'll do that. All right. I like to do that. Um, refresh me on defend. So defend uh, is a move. Everyone should have their moves open. <laughs> um, when you stand in defense of a person, item, or location under attack, you roll plus con. On a 10 plus, hold 3. On a 7 to 9, hold 1. As long as you stand in defense, when you or the thing you defend is attacked, you may spend hold, 1 for 1, to choose an option. Redirect an attack from the thing you defend yourself. Halve the attack's effect or damage. Open up the attacker to an ally, giving that ally plus 1 forward against the attacker. Or to deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. Which is 1. Okay, um, so I'm gonna do that real con. All right, here we go. Yeah. Oh boy. Boy. Mm. Radiant. Tasty. That's a five, everybody. Radiant. That is a five. Radiant. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. How good do I defend this this boy? So here's the thing, Radiant. Mm-hmm. Um, Zara's magic is sort of a little weird. 
um, in, at least in this situation. Oh Sometimes God. that cold lingers a little bit longer than it's supposed to. So you jump in front of Calico Black, and then you don't move anywhere else. Ah, oh, great. Because your feet are fused <laughs> to the ground, are frozen on the ground, in front of Calico Black. Don't uh, worry, don't worry, but, sir. I'll protect you. But it did work. I'll point this out. Yes. It worked <laughs> exceptionally well. It worked a little too well is the problem. If you, if you think about it, like, I have a 200% accuracy. And not at the right target, but like, like two for one is a good trade. So, to Calico Black, um, he's got. Uh, I mentioned earlier he has a, a Nodachi, which is a, uh, a five and a half foot long sword. It's a very long katana style sword, Japanese style sword. Um, and he like drives into the ground in front of you to block this attack that that slides up the katana. The, the sword, and then catches him in the head. No! Um, and so you're not going to take any damage from this, but Calico Black is out cold. 